What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Big Dog Podcast. I'm Josh Wilson. Um, no guests here this week. It's just me. Got a couple of things I wanted to share with you. Um, a couple of things that have been on my mind, a new book that I'm reading, and it's all kind of coming back to me around this, this sense of, of winning and like, what is winning? And a little bit of I'm into, cause I'm reading a new book by Tim Grover called winning his latest one. If you haven't read it, you need to hit pause, go on Amazon, order the freaking book. Uh, it's an, it's incredible. It's really, really great. Um, the guy is a beast and, um, maybe one day we'll get him on the, the podcast, sit across from me and, and talk about his life and, his story, just incredible. He's a coach to the elite, um, amazing trainer, a great communicator. And anyway, I'm really, really enjoying the book winning and it goes into all kinds of stories. Um, there's chapters where he's working with Jordan and, and different things like that. But one of the things that, you know, he talked about and it got me thinking is that winning isn't loyal to you, right? If If you're a winner, you consider yourself a winner or you're a proven winner at your career, your sport, um, your hobby, wh- whatever it may be. The thing that's so funny is you can put all this work in. You can be challenged about all these uh, things and, and concepts and the trainings and the hustle and the grind and the work that you do to put yourself into a position to win. And maybe you do ultimately get the trophy, get the crown. Like you are the champion, you are the winner. The thing that's crazy about that is no matter what aspect of your life you consider yourself to be winning, it's only loyal to you until the next person comes and takes it from you. Like, think about that. Think about all the work you do. There's some part of your life where you've won. And I'm not talking participation trophies here and crap like that, where you've done the work you've put in the time you've sweat you've bled you've sacrificed all for a goal all for a purpose and you win you're the man well with most things like this if you want to stay that way you've got to do it again and this is where it starts to separate those who are competitive from those who are winners those who are driven by something more than the trophy itself. People who want to challenge themselves to, to level up time and time again and see if they can do it again. Because winning's hard. I don't care what it is that you're thinking about, what it is that you're um, you know, into preparing for. Winning, being excellent. Let's take on that for a second. You can be excellent and not the best. You can be incredible, excellent, and have a bad day, and you end up not being the champion. You put in all the work. You did the time. You are elite, but you still come in second. Look at football. These guys play, play all season long. All season, they're working out. I mean, these people are phenomenal shape and abilities and skills, and they've got the trainers. They invest millions a year on their their health and well-being and, and, and their their specific tasks uh, within the sport itself, and they get to the Super Bowl. You got to win. You got to close. You got to be at your peak at the perfect time and play close to perfect to have a chance. And if you're not, it's gone. 
So you were the champion last year. Who cares? Winning has moved on to that new champion. Winning has no loyalty to you. Winning is loyal to the person that ultimately earns it and gets it and goes after it. And I started thinking about, you know, how it applies to to my life. You know, we, we don't we don't come from a lot uh, in my family. Blue collar, uh, typically uh, Jonathan, pretty dirty blue collars, uh, working on ranches and and laborers and, and things like that. Um, you know, so blue collar is even probably a, a bit of an upgrade um, from the history of my family. And, you know, we always had what we needed, but I wouldn't say we had a lot. Super happy, good childhood, great parents, great grandparents, a lot of involvement. Um, but there wasn't, there, wasn't a, there, there wasn't a lot there. There wasn't a lot of um, achievement from an education standpoint or a professional standpoint. From a f- family standpoint, a ton. I, it's amazing. Um, and from their career paths and things that they chose to do and pursue and become great at and become the experts at it, you know, of course. Um, but I don't think anybody was sitting back looking at, you know, my, my great grandparents and, you know, like, man, they're winning at life. They are, they are just killing it. Um, it, it's just a different, a different mindset, different take, you know, so. You know, for me, as I'm thinking about kind of my life and, and growing up and, and things that we've been through, graduating college, you know, getting married, uh, going to work in, in mortgage business, opening up my own place, doing these things, you know, and I would say we were winning. I, we were winning just because I didn't really know what real winning <laughs> was, was like. Um, you know, we were doing well. We were great. We were one of the best. I wouldn't say we got lazy, but circumstances happen. And very quickly, like that, in an instant, uh, there was no more winning. Uh, everything's gone. Everything's taken away. Uh, and that happens to athletes. Killing it, crushing it. Everything's great. Boom. Foot hits the turf wrong. Knee is gone. Leg is shattered. Uh, in an instant, all the work, all the things you've done to put yourself in a position to win can be taken from you in an instant. Winning is not loyal. It's going to require more of you. You become the champion. You win at something. That's it. It's done. The next season is coming. You're in business. You have a record month, right? You've killed it. It's now the first of of the following month. Guess what? Winning has moved on. Who's coming for that title? You're the sales guy who set the new record last month. Are you celebrating and chilling? Or are you putting the work in now in that following month? Because somebody else is coming for that. Winning is not loyal. You've got to continue to work for the respect and for the title. So I think about my friends out there uh, that are entrepreneurs, small business owners, and doing their own thing. I actually I put something on Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago, and it, you guys have probably seen it. It's it's a chart, and it's called a day in the life um, as an entrepreneur. And it's like, hey, it's it's a it's a graph, and it says, okay, I'm excited, and you're and you're up. And the next day, oh, you know, this is hard, and you're down. Next day, it's working, I'm killing it. Very next moment, I messed up. Next thing, give up the good for the great because you're dialing in and you're really getting focused on what you do well. Very next day, I think I'm going bankrupt. Right? We all know that feeling. Then the next, I'm good. 
I don't know why I get so down on myself the next day. I was wrong. I suck. And then wait a second. My life is great. That is the emotional (laughs) roller coaster of the life of an entrepreneur. And what gets you out of those valleys and those dips? And I think it comes back to this desire to win. And it really has nothing to do with the trophy. It has nothing to do with the title. It has nothing to do with the ring. It has everything to do with the process. You can be competitive and not a winner. You can be a winner and not competitive. But I think people in business that continue to to win, you know, what they're not winning because they're chasing, like I said, that ring, that trophy, that title. They love the damn process so much. They're working every day to get better and they stay focused on it. So when I look at that chart and I see a day in the life as an entrepreneur and it's zigzag, zigzag, the consistency in it, though, is every time I dip and I come back, I'm a little higher. I dip again. But when I come back, I'm a little higher. I might dip, but when I come back, I'm a little higher. The beasts out there, they can pay attention to the highs. They're aware of the dips, but our focus is on that steady line that's in between. All right. Cause you have to, and that's the process, right? These are details, but the process is that trajectory. People fall off, they quit because they win. They have that high. Then something bad happens and they can't ever, they can't ever get back to it or they get that high and then it, you know, they don't get salesman of the month the next month because they're still celebrating last month. Now a quarter has gone by, six months have gone by. They're not even the top five or top 10. Other people are blowing by them. Why? Because they're still talking about the, the record month that they had, you know, six, seven, eight months ago. They're living there. They weren't focused on it. And that's the difference. They're competitive. They won, but I wouldn't say that they're, they're winning because they don't love the process. They loved the prize. They love getting that, that trophy, that acknowledgement. The real beasts, though, are in love with the process. They love the game. They love the challenge. They love being pushed. They love falling out of that comfort zone and having to figure out how to become a better version of themselves in order to get to that next level and execute. You know, entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the squeamish. It is not for people that like the easy road. And what what is an entrepreneur? Not big business. It's not small business. I mean, it could be anything. But anybody who's trying to create a life for their own, create opportunities for others, whatever whatever it may be, it's not easy. It's terribly difficult, and it's challenging. And those who succeed, those that win, and win consistently, they're kind of psychopaths. Honestly, the, the, the way they're able to block out the failures, they're able to, able to block out the lost relationships, they're able to block out the late nights, they're able to block out, you know, they got to miss some family stuff um, and stay focused on that goal. And like for me, my goals are always driven around 
creating a better life, you know, for my family, becoming the best version of myself, I firmly believe allows me to create that opportunity for my family. And as a byproduct of that, through our businesses that we're creating, we're creating opportunity for dozens and dozens and dozens of people, hopefully hundreds and thousands of people one day. You know, that, that's our goal. But every time we have a great month, every time we open another business and it has some semblance of, of what people would deem success, I'm already moved on to where are we trying to go? What's that next thing that we're, that we're pushing for? Because I'm not motivated by the prize. I'm motivated by the process. I'm motivated by becoming better. And my mentors and the people that I follow, and if you pick up this book, uh, Winning, you'll see the people that um, are spoken of in this book, they're wired in a very similar way. And these are the people I'm trying to model myself after. And if you want to make it in this self-employment game and building your own life and not being tied to a desk or someone else's rules, you've got to understand this isn't easy. It's not just going to happen overnight. You're going to fail. I'm 42 years old. I've built businesses, failed, lost everything. But there's something in, in, my, in my life and my ecosystem wired in me that's like, hey, man, you know, you're not the smartest guy. You try real hard. You're willing to learn. You know, there's, there's something in me that pushes like, hey, you need to not be so shook by the past experiences, learn from them and continue to develop, continue to grow, continue to build. And it was a long time in between that I would say I wasn't winning. I had to put in the work and I had to learn and I had to pay my dues. And now, after a whole lot of years, we're starting to see a little glimpse of success. What I define as success. Are we winning? Hell no, we're not winning. But we're putting in the work. Because winning isn't loyal. If winning was loyal to me, Back then, when I was in big in real estate and all those things, we wouldn't have lost everything. It wouldn't have gone crazy because I had won. It was mine. Right? No, that's bullshit. Winning ain't loyal. You got to go get it. And winning isn't loyal. So when someone else comes knocking and wants it, they're going to take it. So you can't sit back. You can't rest. You can't sleep on it. You've got to do the work. And you got to love the process along the way. I really would recommend getting onto Amazon, picking up winning. It's a great book. You'll love it. Um, Got questions about this? Hit me up. You can email me at jw at joshwilson.dog. We'll drop links, you know, in the comments as well. Um, If you want to talk about this further, if I can be a resource to you, just hit me up there. You can find us on Instagram. All the links will be in the comments. We appreciate you. And we're going to see you on the next episode. Uh, hey, loyal y'all do the work before we sign off. I oh, have yeah. A, what's up? I have a quick question. Go ahead. Jonathan. So for those who are looking to reach the larger victories, how would you define the process of kind of sifting through the smaller victories and staying focused on those and moving on towards the larger victories? Yeah, that's great. So guys um, off camera or maybe on camera, Jonathan Mack. Um, oh, I'm here. He's our tech guy. You're here. Okay. Got the cameras set up. I don't mess with the cameras because I'll break them. So look, you know, I think you get to the larger victories by just stacking 
the small ones. You know, it, it, think about it. Um, <laughs> all right. Look, I'm pretty diligent and disciplined in a lot of areas of my life. My health <laughs> is something that lacks and I got to work on and prioritize. And I'm working on it. Been in the gym in the morning. I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But if my favorite snack, Oreos, are on the top shelf, right? I mean, I'm six foot. But I can't reach all the way at the top. What do I got to do? I got to get some steps in place for me to get to what I want. Now, on the lower shelves are what? Because my wife's a genius. What's there? Oh, a healthy option. Something that's disgusting and tastes like cardboard. You know, this thing. Those are the things that are all easily within reach. I got to go through these small steps, though, to get to the point where I get to the bigger one. And it's the same thing. You know, I have a, I have a vision. Everybody has a, a I hope, I, I want to believe that everybody has some sort of vision um, for their life and goals for where they want to be. Um, and it's not, nothing's just an overnight success. So if all you think you're doing is you're doing the work for the big goal and you're doing just the big tasks that you think are associated with that big goal, when you fail, you're going to fail big. And when you fail, it's going to hurt so badly when you fall. It's highly unlikely that you're going to be motivated to take that next step because you're like, that hurt. That hurt. I busted my ass. And when it didn't work, I now I don't know what else I can do. Because this is what I'm supposed to do to get to that bigger goal. But if you dial that back and you break it down into small incremental tasks, right? Whereas you're getting some wins along the way and you're going to fail, but the fail doesn't kill you. It doesn't devastate you. And you're stacking your wins. You're stacking your wins. And over and over and over and over again, you're getting to a point where you're closer to that goal. You have the clear vision for where you want to be. But more importantly than that clear vision of where you want to be, you've got to have a clear vision, Jonathan, of of where you got to be today. And where you have to win today so that you can move on to that next step tomorrow. You know, with our dog training business, we started out, you know, in the backyard, literally in the backyard and using my parents' garage uh, when it got too cold. And people would come and, and do lessons with us. It was crazy to me. I'm like, I'm never going to some random dude's house to have him train my dog. Is he going to bury me in a freezer? Like, what is this about? But people would come. Man, I wanted a huge facility. I wanted a, a nice vehicle uh, to transport the dogs in and, and do things. But that wasn't feasible. That wasn't realistic. And I didn't deserve it. My reputation didn't deserve it. I, I hadn't done the work to do that. Eight years later, yeah, we're blessed with facilities. We're blessed with a huge team of great, amazing trainers. We've got vehicles, you know, mobile facilities. Now we got a mobile headquarters, you know, I mean, but these are all things that we took tens and tens of thousands of little steps to get us to here. And then here's the crazy thing, because here where we're at now on the training side was was unthinkable to me. Like this was the, the peak, the apex. And now we're here and I have a plan for today and a plan for tomorrow and a plan for this weekend and a plan for next week of what the baby steps are, because I feel like we're just getting started. 
And the thing that that comes back to, and I'll end with this is I know that winning isn't loyal. And if I stay just like, Hey, we made it. We're good. We've got it. There's there. I don't have to continue to, to do anything. I've got trainers. I don't need to step in with that dog and help or, or this and that. It all goes away. People mess up where they, they do the work and they get to where they think they're supposed to be. And then they stop doing the things that got them there. And then they wonder why it goes away. The winning isn't loyal. You got to continue to do the things that got you where you are. If that's where you're trying to be. If the things that you're doing every day aren't getting you where you're trying to be, well, guess what? You probably need to change those things. That makes sense? Yeah, definitely. All right. But yeah, guys, hit us up. Let us know how we can you know, help you. Maybe if you're struggling with this or maybe the, the L's are stacking up on you and you're like, Josh, I can't even get to um, you know, a winning mindset. I, I'm just getting my face bashed in day in and day out. You know, what is that about? How can I even get clarity on what winning looks like? Or you're so focused on what someone else is doing and what they've got. You're never going to have any clarity because you're focused on them rather than being focused on you. So if I can help you with that, hit me up. We'll have all the ways to reach us in the comments. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Please, please, please subscribe. Leave a review on the podcast. It helps us be found uh, by more people. And I want to know how we're doing. I love your feedback. So we appreciate you in this episode four and can't wait to see you soon.